Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, this will be quite a short episode discussing what I believe fear really is and what it's not. Uh, If you're watching the live, I just want to say I do own other jumpers, but this is the cosy, warm, wintry, Christmassy one, just in case you think I never wash. Uh, And if you're listening on the podcast, uh, I don't often talk about fear because obviously um, my podcast is for disruptive entrepreneurs. It's for starting and scaling your business. But let's be honest, fear is ever present in most things that we do, even the things that we've mastered. Now, I just recently interviewed Kane, who's one of the biggest wrestlers um, probably in history. Uh, Also, businessman, author, realtor, mayor of Knoxville. I mean, the guy, what can he not do? And I said to him, what one thing have you struggled with most of your life? You know, what's been your biggest challenge? I think the question actually was, you know, what's your biggest challenge either inside or outside the ring? And he said, my single biggest challenge is my fear of failure. And trying to deal with that. And I know that's very inspiring. It was to me for people when they see someone so successful across the world, yet his biggest challenge in his whole life has been the fear of failure. So some people say that uh, fear is false evidence appearing real, which I think there's some truth in that. Um, I think uh, other people say that fear is your imagination of how a future outcome will be. I think it's actually not what people perceive it to be, because I think most people feel or perceive fear as an emotional response to a scenario, a situation, etc. But I don't think it's that. I really don't. Now, of course, we know that fear serves us. Uh, I know you know that. But the challenge we have is fear, I believe, is our single strongest emotion. Now, it needs to be. Fear needs to override everything. If we are meditating and we are getting hunted, fear needs to stop us meditating to take this shit seriously, to go fight, to go run, etc. Douglas has just put in the live, face everything and rise. Well, Again, I think that's a response to fear, but I don't think that's what fear is. I also think that false evidence appearing real is its a nice acronym, but I don't think it tells the full story. Uh, by the way, why don't you let me know in the thread in the comments what you believe fear to be? Um, I think people forget that it serves us as well as hinders us. Um, let's be honest, it's very primitive. It's very powerful. It, is, it overrides everything, and you need a default override Um, so that you're protected. But really what fear, well, we're leading to what fear is. I haven't exactly shared what I think it is yet, but 
all emotions are a response to your environment. You know, people are your environment. Things that happen, uh, you know, in the outside world are your environment. And all emotions are a reaction to your environment. So they don't actually come from you. They come from your environment. For example, your eyes. You don't have eyes because um, human beings have eyes. You have eyes because eyes have evolved to react to the environment, i.e. so we can survive in the environment. Um, in fact, some creatures don't have eyes and they survive just fine in the environment because they use other senses. So our emotions are a reaction to the environment. But the problem is the environment isn't real. It's our perception of the environment that's real to us. So fear is a reaction to a false perception or an imagined perception, not an actual real one. Um, so um, fear, I believe, is not fear of the thing itself. You know, I've had property investors say, oh, I'm worried about going and speaking to agents. Oh, I'm worried about pitching for money. You know, business people are worried about selling, scared about how people will react to them. I'm worried about putting myself out there because of how I will be criticized and challenged and hated. But think about this. And this is what I believe fear to really be. I don't think you fear the criticism. I think you fear the feeling that you will have from the criticism. So I think you fear the feeling of fear, not the actual event itself. So let's just think about that for a minute. I mean, let's be honest. Um, you, you, we've all had a situation where we've had a great amount of fear thinking about doing something. So false evidence appearing real or an imagined response to a future event. So fear often becomes comes before the event. So we have all this fear, which is imagination through emotion about how an event in the future will be. And then when it happens, it's not that bad. I remember when I was a kid, do you remember those vertical slides that literally go straight down? And I was so scared of them. Um, and I just sat, I, I just used to go up them and sit at the top and just be scared, scared, scared. And then I'd quit. Sit, sit go to the top, scared, scared, scared. And then I'd be quit. And in the end, someone just pushed me. And I absolutely loved it. It was an exhilarating experience. So I was scared of how I perceived I would feel through my emotions and about an event that hadn't happened in the in yet. It was about to happen in the future. So Julius just said here, forward focused anxiety. And actually, when I did it, I loved it. And I think that is a lot of fear. Not all fear, by the way, because fear is very primitive, i.e. Um, it's a um, a. a um, a programmed response that goes way back to our primitive era to help aid our survival and therefore our evolution. But in the modern world, we still feel really strong fear around going down a slide or the dark or because I actually learned from my therapy session uh, yesterday that I uh, had a lot of fear of the dark and I still have a small fear of the dark. I can't believe I've just said that in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Um, so, you know, whatever it is we fear, getting rejected, getting rejected publicly, they're, you know, they're all very modern. Fear of public speaking, fear of being told off, I don't know. Um, they're all very modern um, fears, which, if you think about it, aren't going to get us ostracized from the tribe and starving and, and, and ultimately death. But the feeling is still the same. Well, I don't know. I wasn't back there back then, but it feels still very strong and real. So 
I believe through the, the study and the research I've done that human beings really struggle or even can't tell the difference between imagination and reality. Because fear is a future imagined reality felt through emotions, usually, usually over-exaggerated. You know, not, they say, don't they, that 99% of the things you worry about never actually come true. So they're completely illogical and irrational and statistics prove that most of your fears aren't true and aren't real. Yet we still feel them so strong that they're real. We feel them in our whole body. We freeze or we fight or we run. You know, we can feel like acid or we can feel that emotional triggering and that, like, the chemicals flowing through our, our body, you know, re, you know, in a very strong way, which completely override logic and, um, you know, rational thought. So I believe Fear is a fear of the feeling in response to the environment of the thing that hasn't happened yet. And I believe if, if that is to be true and if you believe that to be true too, that's a really powerful and empowering belief about a reality to have because it helps you deal with it by going, okay, it's not the thing, it's my reaction to the thing. It's how I feel, it's not real. So can I change my emotions and feelings? Can I breathe in? Can I feel that feeling and let it flow through me and then dissipate? Okay, um, the imagined is really the reality. Therefore, you can breathe in that feeling of fear and not therefore avoid situations that we're scared of, which we actually need to do to challenge us to grow, which would be where all of our um, ultimate pleasure and progress and fulfillment lie. Now, you know, you know for a fact that some of the best things in your life have happened after you've been shit scared. You know that for a fact. After you've been rejected loads of times, after you've felt a, a washing machine of emotion, of fear and um, you know, all those other embarrassment and loneliness and all those other other feelings, rejection, hurt, you know how you feel afterwards. So if you know that logically, what's the best way to deal with fear? I would say it is to feel it, to be in it, to breathe it in, to allow it to come through you. Now, we don't want to do that because it doesn't feel good. And so ultimately, we're, we're avoiding it because we don't like the feeling. But if we don't feel the feeling, we never deal with the thing that's creating the feeling. And therefore, we never overcome or transcend or master the thing we're trying to master. Like with sales or rejection or putting yourself out there and doing more marketing and social media, you have to breathe it in and experience it. And people are just avoiding it. And they think by avoiding it all the time, they're actually living a more fulfilled life. But they're not living a more fulfilled life. They're living a life where they're playing small, where they're not growing, where they're not being successful, they're not achieving things. So actually, it doesn't strengthen their fear. It actually makes them more vulnerable to fear because the more fear you put yourself through and you transcend it and you get evidence that actually that wasn't real and I was scared of it, but it wasn't real and I felt through the fear and then I transcend it. That gives you a, a, a thicker skin, a, a more ability to deal with rejection. It gives you an ability to feel more fear. And I believe your ability to feel ever greater levels of fear is directly linked to your success, your growth, your progress, your happiness, your fulfillment, etc. Now, fear can come in many forms. For me, I really fear being bored. And so I'm often being told by people around me, Rob, you just need to be bored a bit more. But like being bored is like one of the scariest thoughts for me. 
So I know I need to sit there and be bored and breathe it in, not get my phone out and, you know, not distract myself and not walk around and not have my leg, you know, calm down, slow down, be bored, enjoy it. It's okay. Don't be scared of your own thoughts. Allow what comes into your head to come into your head. Talk to people. Fucking hell, talk to people. And of course, the benefit of boredom is you talk to people, you make, um, you know, you test yourself in social situations, you come up with really good ideas. Um, anger, hurt, rejection. It's all fear. So feel it. Go through it. Talk yourself through it. I had a, 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 something that was really small, but the way someone looked at me just yesterday, um, wow, I felt an instant rejection from when I felt all the way going back when. Um, and I was like, okay, don't avoid that. Don't get angry with that. Don't fight against that. Feel that. Why do I feel that? What, where does that come from? Ah, okay, that comes from back then when that happened when I was 13 and 15 and 18. All right, fine. It's not them. Um, because they didn't know that they were bringing all my um, emotions through that situation. It's also not me. It's my past. Okay, fine. All right. And breathe it out and feel through it and breathe it out. Uh, and that, that really helps, you know, so you own it, you grow through it, you transcend it. Okay. So I just want to summarize then to say that, remember, the thing isn't real that you're feeling, you're fearing. So fear isn't of the thing. It's your um, reaction to the thing, but the thing hasn't happened. Therefore, it's actually a future imagined anxiety or stress or whatever the fear is. Um, and what you actually fear is not the event. It's your reaction to the event because you react to the environment where therefore you fear fear itself and you fear the feeling of fear. And so feeling through it and embracing it and breathing it in, I believe, will make take you to amazing levels of mastery that you've probably not experienced in your life before. You know, there's that saying, feel the fear and do it anyway. Well, I think that that's really great. Um, so I hope you found this useful. If you're watching the live, please share it. Let's be honest. I don't care how macho people are or whatever. We all feel fear. We feel fear every freaking day because we're reacting to an environment which is dangerous and which threatens our survival. And so we need to feel it. And a lot of people are trying to avoid it or, you know, um, I, I don't think they truly understand what it is. So please share this around with people you think do experience some fear, people who aren't putting themselves out there enough. You know, people who are playing small, people who, you know, deserve more, but can't put themselves out there and have all these. Um, I would say, I was going to say irrational fears. No fears are irrational because they serve to, um, you know, to survive. Ultimately, yesterday I did a voice note, probably with my most um, revealing, candid. People call it vulnerable. That word's got a bit of a cliche, but I'll say that vulnerable uh, for me, scary content I ever shared. I had my most intense therapy session yesterday. Um, my therapist at the moment is, is like intent on chasing me on what happened in my really early childhood. I felt like I knew what, what some of my triggers and baggage was based on, you know, being sort of 10, 11, 12 and really overweight. And I felt I was really self-aware about that. Um, and there's definitely a lot there. But actually, she managed to get me all the way back to between the ages of two and six and my very early memories uh, and yeah, they were very revealing. And a lot of my very early memories are of being very alone. Um, and yeah, it certainly explains a lot of things. Um, and so I'm probably, I'm going to sit on it because, you know, I did um, share the content to my supporters and I got an overwhelming supporting response, probably more comments in the WhatsApp groups than I've had in virtually any other voice memo I've done. But I'm going to sit on it and, and let's see if I'm ready to do a proper live on it. I'm not sure that I'm 100% ready yet. Um, but I, I, 
And it's not just for me to share, it's for you to get some benefit and lessons from. The one thing I fundamentally think that people think get wrong about successful people, or people in general, or people they look up to, or people they're mentored by, or people they follow, or influencers, is a lot of people perceive that it's easier for them, they're better, you know, that, that, that they can do things that others can't, that they don't experience certain emotions like fear um, that we do. And that's absolutely wrong. And um, you know what? Most of the perception of billionaires and really successful people and, you know, their greed and their power hungriness and their, or their, their power and their ability to be strong, confident, or nearly all the perceptions I see society have are wrong. I have met loads of billionaires. I have sat and had dinner uh, with billionaires. I have met really successful people. I have met people who have been knocked out in front of millions of people. Um, and uh, you would be surprised how normal they are and how they are dealing with the fears and the challenges and the struggles that we all are. And if there's one gift that my podcast and my work brings out to the world, it's all these successful people we look up to. They just have all the same challenges and difficulties and emotional reactions that you do, that I do, that we do. We're all the same. We're all struggling with the same stuff. And therefore, that gives you confidence to know that what they've achieved, you can achieve. Not to try and be them or compare yourself to them, but be inspired by them to be more who you are. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Please share this around because fear is crippling so many people. And like was said earlier, it's um, a future-focused anxiety. It isn't real. It's, um, it's a fear of the feeling itself rather than the event itself because the feeling is the reaction to the event. Therefore, it's an illusion and we need to get rid of that illusion. And we need to contextualize and comp compartmentalize fear. Fear for the, the future modern world we're in. Sure, we need to fear death. Sure, we need to feel being ostracized from our tribe. But everything else is first world fear. And we haven't really emotionally caught up yet. Thanks a lot and have a great day. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything, which I probably said already.